Welcome to Read It Read It. We will be reading from r slash entitled parents. Our first post is by the air woman. So, this happened three years ago. I was renting a basement apartment that I loved, my landlords were great, aunt and uncle of my childhood friend, and I lived there for 3.5 years. Halfway through, they told me they wanted to sell the place, but probably not that soon, since the husband was working on a commercial ship 9 months at a time. I just asked them to tell me when they decide to sell. Anyway, 13 to 14 months pass, and they decide to start the process. They introduce me to the realtors, everything gets sorted out. Up to this point, everything is going great, realtors give me 24h notice, before they bring buyers, I can stay home during the showings, or go about my business. I have no complaints about them, or my landlords throughout the entire process. Then one day I just got back from work, and didn't feel like going out again, realtors came with a family of 5 or 6. It was announced, I just forgot, so I decided to stay. Family consisted of mother, father, adult daughter and two or three kids, can't remember. Father was a piece of work. Now, thing is, I lived in a touristy town on the Mediterranean coast. It was summer. People try to pull all sorts of cons here. F, I know you said someone lived here, but we hope to stay couple of days, to get the feel of the apartment. Realtor, um, what? This place isn't for rent, Op already lives here. F, well, I can't buy something just like that, but okay, obviously we can't stay the night. Me, sorry, no, you can't, I live here. He moves on. Measures things left and right. Wondering out loud if their large wardrobe will fit into the bedroom. How he wants to buy an apartment for his daughter cause she wants to go to college here. Eventually, they pack up and leave for the beach. I saw them later. Beach was two minutes away from the apartment. The next day there were no scheduled showings, so I decided to do one thing everyone does when they live right next to the beach. Take a nap after work. But, before my head even hit the pillow, I hear someone coming down the stairs. There were only two basement apartments and my neighbors went away for a week. I get up and go for the door to spy, but before I even made it halfway there, someone rattles the door knob and then, 10 seconds later, start knocking. I was really confused and freaked out. I go to the door, and lo and behold, it's entitled father from yesterday. I do not open my door. Me, who is it? F, it's me, F, we were here yesterday. Me, what do you want? F, I want to measure the space in bedroom to see if my daughter's wardrobe will fit. Me, no. You're not getting in. F, but I can't buy the place if I don't know it's for my daughter. Me, then call the realtor, they have all the measurements on file. I'm not letting you in. F. I'll buy this place and evict you. Me, good luck, I have 3 months left on the lease, you can't do shit about that, my landlords told me that, if the place sells before my lease is up, contract will state I can't be evicted before my lease is up. I already had a place lined up. F starts cussing out, and I hear him go away. I called landlords and realtors after that, they were all mortified and worried someone like that just came to my place, tried to let himself in, and threatened to evict me. 
F did not buy the apartment after all, because landlords refused to ever deal with him again. Realtors told him it was sold. To this day, I believe their plan was to find a place to crash at for a few days for a free vacation under the pretext of buying the place for their daughter. I still had to improvise webcams around the apartment to keep an eye on it while I was at work for the remainder of my stay there. I spent entire summer not feeling safe in my home. Edit, formatting. Our next post is by Thorshammer0999. So my father has always doted on my mother. Worked hard so she wouldn't have to and could stay at home to raise the kids. Except my mother was a firm believer in what she called personal responsibility. In her words, I didn't wear those clothes so why should I have to wash them? That was to me when I was 9. By the time I was 12 I was doing the dishes, washing my own clothes, taking care of the dogs, emptying and cleaning the cat box, preparing my own meals, and a plethora of other chores on the family farm. All of us kids were in the same boat. My dad was always gone working hard to make sure we had a good life, while my mother was always watching Maury Povic, Law and Amp, Order, various court shows, and taking naps, while us kids did all the chores and basically raised ourselves. She ultimately became incredibly spoiled, and quite frankly completely out of touch with reality. As it does time moved forward and all of us kids moved away, got married, and had kids of our own. I specifically moved to Europe, over 3500 miles away. The family farm suffered a bad fire and was passed into other hands and my folks moved into town. My dad still working hard while my mother still stayed home so she could watch Maury, Judge Judy and other trash TV. Ever the same and unchanging. That is until about a month ago. My dad started to feel a lot of pain in his back. So bad he couldn't walk or really move. The doctors started a whole battery of tests, and after a month they discovered he has leukemia that has spread to his spine resulting in stage 4 bone cancer. The doctors believe it's an aggressive form of the disease however it's too advanced to ever be cured, so they are trying to force it into remission through chemotherapy and immunotherapy. I called to see how they were doing, and my mother basically took over the call. This was her reaction to my father finding out he has a disease that will ultimately kill him one day, likely sooner rather than later. She was worried about how this would affect their finances and as such her trips to the casino. Not how they are going to pay the medical bills or maybe even the mortgage, she was worried about the casino. He was in an appointment for part of his cancer treatment and she was annoyed because she had no idea if he was rescheduling his chemo for October so she could go on her cruise like he was supposed to be doing. She bought a new living room set a few months ago. My dad in his immense amount of pain finds it to be extraordinarily uncomfortable. He finds himself in even more pain every time he sits down on the new couch. However his old recliner he finds very comfortable. So naturally my mother moved it out to the garage and tells him if he wants to be comfortable and sit in his chair he can go out and sit in the garage. And no the garage is not set up for comfortable human use. It's used for tools, storage and her car that he paid for because she hasn't worked in decades. So my dad is not allowed to bring his chair, the only one he finds comfortable, into the house he's paying for, so he can be comfortable, because my mother doesn't find the chair aesthetically pleasing. 
Instead, according to my mother, he can go out into the garage and sit surrounded by junk with nothing to do but chain smoke because she doesn't want that ratty old chair in her house. And speaking of smoking. The man is dying of cancer and is trying to quit smoking because of it so what does my mother do? Well I bought him the lights this time okay great mom, now he can go out in the garage and chain smoke the light cigarettes because there's nothing else to do out there. And when I suggested she at least clean up the garage and set him up a place that would allow him to watch his football and be comfortable, her only response was why would I do that and then proceed to complain about how much cleaning she has to do now that he's on chemo and is therefore immunocompromised. At first I thought she was just in denial, but when she said he better be asking those doctors to move his chemo for October so I can go on my cruise like he's supposed to be doing. I realize that she's just an entitled monster who refuses to do things to make her dying husband more comfortable because they would be mild inconveniences for her. TL, doctor my father was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer and my mother has spent the weeks since making it all about her. Our next post is by G underscore S. So I, 18 year old female, work as an office assistant slash secretary at a veterinarian office. Since I mostly just check people and schedule appointments and stuff for their pets, I'm not certified in animal care or anything. A few months ago, we had this one lady, let's call her S, come in with her medium-sized pit bull mix. I check her in, and on her dog's file it says that he has a past history being aggressive towards the vet slash vet techs. This means that he is required to have a muzzle on before going into the room with the vet. This is the conversation that follows. Me hey, it looks like dog has a past history of being aggressive toward the vet, so he's going to have to have a muzzle on before he goes into the room. Do you have one with you? SR no I don't have a muzzle with me, he won't need one. Me I'm sorry ma'am, he is going to have a muzzle on before the vet can look at him. It's the rules. We have some that we can use for the appointment. S why is it, because he's a pit bull? He is just a big baby and wouldn't even hurt a fly. This is discrimination against pit bulls. Me no ma'am, it's not because he's a pit bull, his file says he's been aggressive toward the vet before. A lot of dogs don't like the vet, so it's pretty common for them to have to be muzzled, regardless of the breed. We've had to muzzle chihuahuas before. S dog just doesn't like the vet to be touching him or messing with his body parts. Just tell vet not to do that, and he won't bite like last time. Me ma'am. How is the vet supposed to do his job if he can't touch dog? He needs to make sure everything is working right. S I don't care, my dog is not going to be muzzled and that's final. You are discriminating against my little baby dog because he is a pit bull. I can't believe that I'm facing this kind of harassment for owning a pit bull at a vet's office for god's sake. We went back and forth like this for a while, I kept telling her that her dog isn't going to see the vet until he has a muzzle on, and she kept telling me he didn't mean it, and that I was saying that he is aggressive because he's a pit bull. Eventually she put a muzzle on the dog and he apparently acted fine and non-aggressive with the muzzle on, but since he was aggressive once without the muzzle he will still have to be muzzled for future appointments. She ended up filing a complaint against me because I was discriminating against her and her dog, but it never really went anywhere. She has another appointment next week 
So that's going to be fun. Our next post is by Dreams of Clean Teeth. I'm a hostess at an outdoor beer garden. We are open to families during the day, but in the evening everything becomes 21 plus. Yesterday a couple came to eat with their toddler for lunch, who was screaming and crying before they even walked in. As the hosting team, we made sure to seat the family at a low top table with seats with backs to accommodate their child, because we are nice and thoughtful hostesses. Apparently the couple let their child run around the restaurant and make a mess with the gravel on the ground, and the bouncer asks the couple to please keep their child seated. He even referenced the signs on the wall stating children must stay seated. Naturally, the couple gets angry and decides to leave. On their way out, they march around to the hosting table and start berating us. Ed, hi, I think you guys did a great job as hostesses, you were nice and all but I have a suggestion, just a suggestion. We came to this restaurant because it's kid friendly and we just wanted to have a good time. But that man told us our kid can't run around and have fun. How is a kid supposed to stay seated in a place like this that's made for kids to run around? Myself and the other hosts, visible confusion. Ed, you should have told us beforehand that our child wouldn't be able to run around. When you see that someone has a child you need to, to inform them of the rules before seating them. I'm just trying to make a suggestion for you guys to help you do a better job next time. Because now our experience was ruined and that's why we decided to leave. And then the man just walks away and the three of us were just left confused and pissed off. Like one, I think I know how to do my job, it's not your fault you can't control your child in public too, this is a bar, it is not exactly family friendly, we just tolerate children during the day 3, it's not my fault you're so insecure as a grown man, that you have to take out your anger on 3 19 year olds, because the big scary bouncer told you to control. You're snot goblin. Ugh. Our next post is by Bellamy1710. Hello everyone, this is gonna be my second rather long rant here on reddit, I've posted this on r slash choosingbiggers and thought that it would fit here as well. So basically I'm a 20 years old percussionist and I'm getting myself into digital music, I'm just a newbie, but I wanted to try it out. I had the possibility of buying myself a rather high end gaming PC, since I've worked a bit and I had some money to spare. I'm also a bit of a gamer, big lie, I'm a total gamer, LMAO, so I decided to mix digital music and gaming and build a machine that could help me with both. Now here's where the choosing beggar comes in, I live in a cargo where my neighbors are a family of 3 with a 10 over 11 years old child, I don't remember correctly. I've talked with them quite a lot, and I've helped their son choose his first personal computer two years ago, but since now Warzone came out his PC wasn't enough now, and he needed a new one. His mother, CB, knew that I was building a computer, and decided to knock on my door this morning, here's the conversation. CB is the choosing beggar and CC the child CB, hey, I was just looking for you. You're building a new computer are you? Me, UMH, yes, why? CB, oh. C says that his own isn't enough, and I was wondering if you could help him out. Me, great, I can suggest some parts and help him build one, just tell me what's the budget. Notice that I wouldn't ask for money, since he is just a kid and our families are in good terms. 
CB. Oh, here's a problem. There's no budget. Me. I can spend how much I want on his configuration? CB. No. I was thinking that you should just give him the one you have now. You're too old for games anyway, aren't you? I was still building the computer at this time and I couldn't believe what words had just left her mouth. Me, why should I? I'm building this PC for myself, with my money. Here's where a lot of redditors helped me in my last post and my social anxiety didn't kick in. Me again, I will not give your kid anything. CB, but why? You're in university now, you don't have time to play games. Me, you don't know how much free time I have, and that's none of your business. CB, oh come on. You're an adult now. Adults don't play video games. Me, adults do play video games, and again, what I do with my free time is none of your business. CB, you know you're never going to get a girlfriend like this? Girls don't go after men who play video games. Me, are you for real? Here tone was strangely kind at this moment and it just made me angrier. CB, of course. Just give it to C, he is still a kid, and he needs it. Me, good afternoon CB. At this point I was so angry, that I wanted to punch this lady in the face, but I just slammed my front door shut, and walked back to building my PC. Basically this woman just wanted me to give my 1500 euros PC to her kid, because I'm an adult and I need a girlfriend. I mean, I'm single right now, but I firmly believe that gaming is not the cause of that. I want to thank the redditors that commented on my last post here, the one about M wanting my drums at, the words about my social anxiety, and on how to act in certain situations really helped me out, and this time I was able to react in a more calm and collected way, even though I was angry as hell. Really? Thank you. Again I don't know if this fits here, but I wanted to rant, and this seemed like a good place too. Sorry if it was too long, and thank you if you read it through the end. And sorry again if the English is kind of bad, but I'm not a native English speaker and I just translated this from Italian to English. Our next post is by Bloemis. So I live in Germany, where the government is planning to give everyone who is eligible of child support 300 additional euros over the course of 3 months due to the disadvantages of the corona crisis still going on. I already have my own flat, and I study, so I'm still able to receive payment. For some reason though, my money always gets sent to my mother's bank account, and she sends it to me. It has worked out so far, but she usually sends me 10 euros less than what I'm supposed to receive. I never cared too much, because I don't want to bitch about 10 bucks, so I gave my mom a call and asked her if she saw the news and reminded her to send me the money which would be 100 additionally each month for 3 months altogether. She suddenly said well, I will take 150 of them, we both deserve it, don't we? I was shocked and asked her what she intends to spend it on. I could finally go on some short trips, and buy expensive food was her response point just a short note, my mother has been jobless ever since I was born and refused to get a job till this day. She often cries about how I have more money than her and it's unfair. So she literally told me it's perfectly fine to just take half of the money that is supposed to be for me. Edit, since this blew up, I want to clarify that I have my bank account so please keep that in mind before posting.
TL. Dr. Ops mom refuses to work. Complains about no money. Government wants to pay more child support for three months due to corona crisis. Ops mom wants to take half of it because she is poor. Our next post is by Zombapizard Chef. So this happened just today. We are trying to sell my current house and so we had a showing. Usually, they last only about an hour, but our real estate called us and told us the people wanted more time, which we agreed to, thinking they would want to buy it. We come back about 45 minutes later and see our real estate agent, their real estate agent, and a family in the driveway. The following conversation goes as followed, M mom, OA, our agent, ta, their agent, M entitled mom, QD, quiet dad, B, brat or spawn of satan, OA, missus. I'm so sorry, there's a slight problem, M, what is, M, how much for your cats, M, excuse me, M, well, we were looking at your house, and my daughter loves cats and she saw them, and fell in love, so how much, M, sorry, they're not for sale, B, M O millimeters Y. I want NTTHM, M, look I'll give you 500 for them both, M, I'm sorry but they're not for sale. I hope this doesn't change your opinion about the house. M. I only want the cats. M. Well then I'm sorry I wasted your time. We just walk towards the house at this point assuming they're done. M. Ta. Talk to them and work it out. Ta. Look. They're very valuable customers to our business and we really need to make this sale. Will you please consider throwing in the cats as a bonus? They're adjusted to the house, and I'm sure the family would take great care of them. M. Absolutely not. They're our fur babies. Brad runs past my mom and runs into my house. We look at M astonished. Laughing, M says well she won't leave till she gets what she wants. M. Wow, you're a terrible parent. M. Excuse me? You're the one who is teaching your kids to be selfish brats. Backslash at this point we run in to find the brat covered in scratched and one very chunky very fluffed up cat. B. Mommy. It hurt me backslash crying backslash. M. We're leaving. You will be hearing from my lawyer for this. M. Yeah okay. M scoops up brat and leaves in a huff. Her husband mouths sorry to us and turns and leaves. Sorry the format is god awful. I'm just super annoyed. Our next post is by Thisquisher Stapler. So, today, my husband took me shopping at Ikea for some random items we needed, but were unable to get due to previous public gatherings restrictions. We decided to make a day out of it and grab lunch at the Ikea restaurant while we are at it. Now, for clarification, due to COVID-19, there's certain rules and procedures to be followed in Ikea, meaning that now, you stand in queue. First to get your table number, then move forward to order and go take your designated seat, and one of the server wheels your food to you. All fine and dandy, we stand in line to get our table number, though the queue is kind of long, and we are considering scrapping this idea and just go eat elsewhere. Right next to the window is a giant menu with items offered in the Ikea restaurant. The usual meatballs, salmon, salads, and the like. In front of us stands the Karen, with a kid in a stroller, which looked to be around 4 years old. Karen stares at the menu and looks over at the restaurant employee handing out table numbers. Karen, do you have any chicken McNuggets? Silence. 
The employee is staring at her. We are staring at her. God and evolution are arguing in the background about whose fault this brain fit is, given that they are usually not served here at all, and the giant picture menu is quite clear on that subject, not to mention that McNuggets are kind of a different restaurant chain's gig. Employee. No. No, we don't. I'm sorry. Karen, you don't? What kind of a kid-unfriendly restaurant is this? My child doesn't want to eat anything on your menu. Employee, I'm sorry, madam. The menu you see to your left is all that is offered. Karen huffs, grabs the table number, and moves forward. The employee glances over at us, gives us a table number, and goes oh, pardon me. Madam is pregnant, you don't wait. Please, just step here to the side and follow my colleague. He'll take you to the register so you can order. Karen's head whips around so fast I thought it might fall off. Her face is a picture of shock at unjust treatment. She glares at my 8 month pregnant belly, then at the employee and screeches, I have a child as well. The employee, now with another one on toe, stares at her blankly and goes. Yes, but yeah. Madam here is pregnant, I can sense him struggling not to say well, you pushed yours out a while ago, didn't you? As we leave with the other server, I can still hear her in the background, arguing that she has a child and should be given the same treatment as a pregnant woman, while the Ike employee is still patiently trying to explain to her that it's company policy that disabled people and pregnant women have the right to cut queue, and unless she or her son is disabled or she herself is pregnant, she can't cut in. 20 minutes later, we are done with our food and we stand up to leave. I spot Karen still in queue, third in line from the register, glaring at us. I resist the urge to wave and just pat my belly happily, then waddle away with my husband. I have no doubts that Ike is getting a bad review on Yelp or something, due to not serving McNuggets and not letting her entitled self cut in line, even though she played the child card fairly early on. Edited for spelling. Our next post is by Alid Funk. This took place in a mall movie theater a few years back. Here's the cast, me, teenage wheelchair user R, my friend, also a teenage wheelchair user Nu, my friend's Nasem, the entitled mother. R and myself went to a movie, and we bought tickets for two wheelchair seats, the only two wheelchair seats that didn't have a regular seat between them. The movie trailers had just started when M stood in front of us and demanded that we move to another seat so she could park her stroller. We refused, but she kept getting louder. She said that her seat was right behind us and she wanted to keep an eye on the stroller. The theater wasn't full, so I suggested that she move further down where there were open wheelchair spots. This really set her off. She told me that it's rude for a child to talk back to an adult. I told her I was 17, but she didn't believe me. She started yelling at us, going on about how kids like us already get whatever we want out of pity, how we don't know what it's like to spend all day walking around the mall with a little kid, the movie was PG-13 BTW, and how we shouldn't even be out by ourselves anyway. At this point, New came over and told them to stop harassing us. New also pointed out that those spaces were reserved for wheelchairs, not strollers. This sent M on another tangent, 
full of racial slurs and mocking new for working for two white brats no is a black woman. New calmly left the theater and M kept yelling at us. At one point, M tried to physically move us manual wheelchair. The only reason I didn't completely flip over is because a man a few rows back saw what was happening and grabbed the back of our chair as she was falling forward. New came back in with the manager of the theater and a security guard who had a brief confrontation with M before removing her from the theater. The manager ended up giving the two of us each a free popcorn and drink as an apology. All that for a movie my dad had already spoiled for me. Our last post is by Arknight40. Hey guys, I've heard that a lot of you want to read more about me protecting my sister's rights from our mother. So here we are. First, you may want a bit of context, but you can skip it if you want. My, homophobic, racist and addicted to alcohol and cigarettes, mom used to physically and verbally slash emotionally abuse me as a child, but since I'm an adult she can't get to me as much as she used to. But she continues to verbally and emotionally hurt my little sister. Her actions toward her family caused my father to divorce her and leave the house. Apparently, my mom mistreated my dad the same way she did and still does to us. I recently started a rebellion against her, I aim to protect my sisters and I rights and freedom as human beings. It happened an hour ago. Before we get started, meet the cast, me equals looks like it's me, I equals insensitive birther I have to call my mom. DS equals desesperate sister. DS and I were sitting on the couch, minding our own business, and having a conversation about the new haircut DS wants to have. Her new haircut is an important part of her gender identity, because she wants to come out of the closet as gender non-conforming, the same way I did, I don't use they slash them pronoun for DS, because she told me she doesn't want to change her pronouns for now. As the conversation goes by, DS shows me a picture of the haircut she wants. I tell her it will undoubtedly look amazing on her, it really will. This is where Ibe chooses to interact with us. Ibe, what do you mean, getting a haircut? Me, mom, DS already talked to you about getting a new haircut. Why do you seem so surprised to hear about it? DS, look what I wanna get next August, she shows her the picture excitedly, a proud smile on her face. Ibe's face becomes suddenly red and a look of disgust and anger appears in her eyes. Ibe, oh no. Not that, absolutely not. You won't be getting that. You should have a longer haircut, but not that. It's too short, look at that. I don't want NTTH at FOIOU. DS's smile vanishes, now she looks sad. So sad. God I just couldn't stand it. Then she turned to me, with that same face. Her deep blues eyes screamed help me, she's yelling at me now, and I don't know what I did wrong today. I saw myself in her eyes. I was in the same position as her. When I was a minor I thought I was her property. I couldn't have an opinion, I couldn't be who I wanted to be, because I thought she owned my body. I remember how depressed I was, how desperate I was in the closet. I had nobody to turn to, but DS does. Because DS has me now. A bucket of rage and injustice fell on me, like it weighted the world. I forced the bucket into me to stay in me, I kept calm and I reacted. I'm going to use the power I have as an adult to counter Ibe's own abuse of power. Me, 
Hey, why are you judging a person's choice of haircut? It's not like it will be your hair that's going to get chopped you know. Ibe is already fuming. She hates it when someone disagree with her. Ibe, well, DS a minor, and I said she can't have that haircut because it's too short for her. It's not actually her real excuse. She just doesn't want to have another child that doesn't conform to the gender Ibe chose for DS. LGBTQ phobic, you know? Me, I'm an adult too, and I say that it's not right to choose what DS has to do with her hair instead of herself. It's her body, not yours. Ibe, I'm still the adult, and I do what I want to my daughter. The conversation isn't really a conversation at that point. Ibe is screaming while I'm talking. DS is watching, incredulous. I still can see the look of hurt from the last time she looked at me. But I can tell she wants to try to stand up for herself. So I decided to include her in. Me, and you think it's right. If I take your words I can do what I want to my daughter, does that mean you will rape her, if you want to? And I'm going to stop you before you respond, because I know your answer already, it's no. So, do you think it's okay to treat DS more like an object you own than an actual teenager, your child? Ibe tries to speak yell, but I can't afford to let her cut me off with her B-U-L-L-S-H-T so I continue. Me, about that, have you seen DS's face while she was showing her the picture? She was so proud, she wanted you to see it. She wanted you to support her, and yet you start lecturing DS. You basically tell her she can't think for herself, have a different opinion than you, and on top of that you tell DS you own her. DS. Tell your mom what you think about this situation. DS's voice isn't as strong as mine, but she says, I think it is unfair for me, I think I matter enough as a human to control my body and look the way I want to be. I want to be treated like a future adult and learn to make decisions by myself. And that was the last straw for Ibe. She storms off, yelling in the process, I'm going for a smoke and a drink. Not gonna lie, I feel so proud of myself for what I did. I think it was the right to do. And it was the first DS was able to speak for herself. I'm a proud sibling, guys. That's it for Edit Reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, as that really helps me out.